start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes Are longing to stray Right through the very heart of it New York What's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of Fugazi Chatare. We are back after... A long break after the summer off season. My name is Sam Mono. And it's your boy, William. What's and up, gang? We got a special co-star with us today. He's not a Ranger fan, but that's all right. He's got some valid input. For one of the things we're going to talk about today, what's your name, sir? G. Woody. What else would it be? We got some G. Woody. So today we're going to talk about preseason stuff going into the, to the regular season and talk about what the Rangers are going to look like this season. So let's get right into it. So the first topic that uh, we'd like to talk about after uh, the su- all the things that happened over the summer, there's a lot that happened this summer that we're going to touch on. Uh, first things first, though, one of the more, more important things that happened, Jacob Truba got a letter on his chest. It, he had a letter, but they changed it from uh, an A to a C. So how do you guys feel? How do you feel about that, Will? I mean... I think it was kind of a shock for all of us. Although we did get that report that they tried to make him the captain last last summer. You never know how those reports are like accurate or whatever. But I was kind of surprised. Like all the all the hype behind Chris Kreider over the past like year or two. I mean he's the longest tenured player, been there since the playoffs versus that series against Ottawa, like put his heart and soul into the team. You see him in the press conferences every day. So it's kind of surprising, but I get it. He's a great team guy. I mean, he plays the way that you, you'd want a captain to play. He's a hard-nosed, like, for-the-team type of player. Block shots, gets the boys going. So I like the I like the move. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I know I really wanted Kreider to be the captain, especially after last season. Maybe even Zabanajad. But the thing is, though, is I think they – offered Kreider the C and he denied it because he didn't want the pressure or whatever. No way. Yeah, no, I no think No way. Did. Who told really? you that? I Who saw told it somewhere. you that? I saw it. And saw you, it on what? I forget, Like bro. NY Rangers fans, 783 know. on Instagram? Nah, <laughs> but no, nah, it makes sense though because Kreider is like, obviously he's the longest on the team and like he's, uh, he's, he's obviously a leader in the locker room. He showed up last year. He showed up early. To the season, he was he was at rookie camp and stuff, watching when obviously players don't usually do that. I thought he I thought he was kind of the clear cut leader, but the thing is, though, is as fans, we don't have an inside view into the locker room. Obviously, locker room dynamics are different in the locker room than they are on the ice. Coming from hockey players, sometimes leaders are the ones that sometimes they're not the best on the ice, but they have the leadership abilities and stuff. So, so shout out Andrew Dower. <laughs> <laughs> so what I like, I obviously I knew there was a captaincy available. Obviously it's a range. I thought it was going to be Kreider like through and through. Uh, yeah. He's been there. I think he, the first time I noticed him was at BC. And then I knew he went right to the Rangers. He's been there. He said, I'm, it was a if 50, I'm not, if 50 I, goal season. If I, yeah, no. And then last year, last year was his breakout year. Breakout year at, at like, like 37. Hey, what, what, what I'm saying <laughs> old is man. last year is the first time, like, wow, that's not the guy who just – he showed up a couple times in the playoffs. But, like, that's that's the kind of guy who just – he showed up. He's that kind of guy. He's in the locker room. I mean, obviously, I don't know. Like Muno has said, 
or like Sam has said, I don't know what it is in the locker room, but he shows up. He looks like he plays every game in and out, like he wants to be there and he really cares about the team more than anybody else. So I thought it was a little surprise. Like, I know who Jacob Trubov is. He played in Winnipeg, right? He mm-hmm. played in Winnipeg, but I didn't think he would be after, what, two, three years? Yeah, How long has he been in the Rangers? Been, he started um, my freshman year. This is this is fourth, this fourth year. year? Yeah, so. It, which is crazy. And which is after, Thrasher, over, some, over someone who is. Did he, did he play for the no, Thrashers? No, no, the no, no. He was, like, was like one of their first he, like, It's picks. the Thrashers. The, the Winnipeg's the But Thrashers. what I'm saying is like I'm, I'm surprised that Truba, who's been there for four years, is over someone like Kreider, like you guys have said, who's been there for what? Almost ten years now. Uh, more, more than ten years. Uh, which is, I mean, which they, is exactly why. Exactly. Which is exactly no, why I think years. they they one hundred percent offered him the position. And he said no because the thing is about Kreider is he's very inconsistent as a player, as as you know. Uh, yeah. He's he he you know. I mean, he's I mean, a net front guy. Yeah. He, I mean, he's good he, in he front plays, of the net. He plays that game, and I mean. That's those like goals that you get are way inconsistent. You're getting rebound goals like all the time. The thing is, he did not play like first line minutes like before in his career, yeah, like true. he did this that's year. True. Like playing that's with true. good players who can set him up in the front end, like being a being a screen. So and being like a like a net front presence, like rebound guy, it gives gives him like so especially with players like Zabinijad who yeah. know how to like put the puck. Like in the right spots, like knock it off the like right place in the goalie. So if you put it off the right place on the goalie's pad, it's gonna go to him. You there's like physics there. There's like it bounces off the goalie's pad in this one spot, and it's gonna go to the exact spot. And he knows those spots. Oh, so I honestly before like after BC, the only time I ever saw him in play was when he fell into Carey Price. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that. that is the only time I've ever heard of him in the NHL before, like, two years ago. Yeah, Dude, his- like he Because he was a grinder. I'm, I'm sure you guys can attest. He didn't play, like you have said, those first line minutes. Yeah, you he's, know? A, he's a big dude. And and one thing, too, is, like, him and Zabanja have, have gained a lot of um, chemistry and stuff. And, and a lot of his goals, if you look at it, are um, in front of the net, obviously. And he, he scored a lot of... Clutch goals too, especially in the playoffs, like that were playoffs actual were big. shots. Dude, twenty thirteen, he is a playoff guy. Twenty thirteen, when he came into the league, he came into the league. He won the BC the national championship, <laughs> I believe. I'm not hundred percent certain, but they beat UMass in the national championship, and then the Rangers signed him. And they, he didn't play one regular season game. He came right in the playoffs, and he had I think like thirteen points that play. That was the time that we went and played New Jersey in the uh, in the semifinals, and he scored like. Some big goals. He scored that big goal versus Ottawa in the first round. He was really good against the Caps in the second. Is, yeah, go ahead. he was a he was he was big in those playoffs. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah was that the year that the you guys beat the Caps in like in New York? No, no that, was, that was the year. In, that was the year with yeah. uh, Derek Stefan. Okay. Stefan, yeah, Stefan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that goal, that I, OT I, goal, the OT, it was nuts. Yeah, I, I watched remember that goal. freaking out with my dad watching it. My dad sitting like two inches from the from the TV, <laughs> screaming. Yeah, I that I watched that goal to make me happy when I was sad. My my buddy's a Caps <laughs> fan, and he ever since like before twenty eighteen, he would watch that over and over again. And be like, oh, that was so close. Yeah, but yeah, Jacob Truba, obviously. Um, I think it's a good. I think it's a good pick. It's kind of like a, 
He's American. He's American. I think he was very. It's very similar to the Ryan McDonough pick. Um, very yeah. very similar players in the in the. Uh, the thing is, like, whatever letter you have does not matter. No, not at, at all. all. Like, like you'd be a leader in the locker room without a freaking letter. Like, but but the like, problem we've is seen though, that we've seen that many times. The I'm issue sure is with that though. Uh, a lot of these teams obviously win the Stanley Cup. They have a C. So I feel like it's like. Uh, especially the play regular seasons, whatever, but especially playoffs, like when obviously things are getting very stressful and little things are mattering more and more. Um, it obviously you need that guy to like look up to firsthand, the fir- the first guy to look up to. So I guess Jacob Trooper is that guy, and if it's like that in the locker room and behind the scenes, then I trust Good. it. Obviously, the New York Rangers are uh, first class organization. Not a and, big deal. Um, and anything that is done, and that's that's a big deal. Like like naming a captain is obviously going to be done with um, a lot of thought and a lot of a lot of consideration. So uh, obviously this this decision, while some fans might not agree with it, is um, behind the scenes they know more what's going on than obviously any of us. So it's the correct mean, decision. I don't, I, I mean, Jacob Trouba is Jacob Trouba. He's a you know the name exactly. He's a household name. Like he's he's on a big contract. He's on a big too. contract. He's gonna be one of those guys. Eight, yeah, eight, eight, eight million. million. But, and, and the oh, thing is, though, man. at first, like there were a couple of times where I was like, dude, this guy's not playing to his contract. But recently, I think I mean I think that it would be you need best guys your, like him for the playoffs. You need guys. Yes. like Yeah, him. you need a guy to look, to look like, up to. Yeah, he, he's a guy to look up to, and he I I don't know. Obviously, I obviously don't know how he plays. But is is he not more of like a defensive defenseman? Yeah, he's a defensive. Like, defenseman. That's the kind of yeah. guy you need was, to like look around in order because you're not going to be able to have. I mean, you're not going to be able to have a defenseman come up and rush the puck every time and score yeah. twenty goals in the playoffs. You know, yeah, dude, Adam Fox. He's been, much, and he's been putting, <laughs> especially last season too. He put up some highlight reel hits, and like, dude, on my freaking twenty first birthday, went and watched the Ranger game, and. Well, we did. We got shut out against the freaking Preds. It was like one nothing, mm-hmm. and um, the only thing that happened that was actually like entertaining in the game was Truba absolutely dummied a guy, and so that was pretty. That was, I guess, that was pretty cool to see. And like they 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 show it in like um, you know like NHL highlights for like ads for NHL Network or some crap. I'm not buying NHL Network. Sorry, NHL Network, but it's too expensive. But yeah. So that that's sad, Jacob Trouba with the C. Another thing too is uh, obviously we lost in the in the off season. Um, we lost Vitrano, we lost Cop, we lost um, not Vitrano, not Frankie. Uh, I know, and then we also lost uh, you know our favorite guy that can't hit an open net to save his life, uh, uh, um, Brian. Don't Strong. even say his name. So obviously we had that gap. Where did he in go? Uh, the Ducks. Same, really? Yeah, same with Vitrano. Him and Vitrano. Yeah, and then um, Cop went Vitrano. to Detroit. Detroit's going to be lethal this year, I think, honestly. Dude, I never bet against Eiserman. Eiserman is the guy that built Tampa Bay, like the team. Oh, yeah. And they're, he's doing the same thing in Detroit. Detroit's going to be good. Maybe not this year, but in the, the next, next couple of years. Two, three, four years, yeah, yeah. They will be a force to be reckoned They're going to be good. And they picked up Cop, and Cop is obviously a solid guy. And I honestly I mean, really wish we held on to Cop. But I, yeah. I I wish we held on to Frankie more. Frankie, Frankie, really. Frankie was clutch. He's a great player, dude. I mean, you remember that goal against Tampa in that game we lost, Game Six. Game oh, Six, yeah. he scored with five minutes left, tied the game, and then of course a minute left, 
a minute later, we get scored on to yeah, ourselves. I, but I'm not gonna lie. I was like, when we lost the playoffs, I know we talked about this. When we lost the playoffs, I wasn't really like, I was upset, obviously, but at the same time, <laughs> like, it was such a fun run. And in seven, two seven game series, like before the Eastern Conference Final, like that's gonna put a number on some guys. So like, especially it makes that sense. With, they especially were, that series with Carolina. Oh my they god, were so, that Carolina series. Yeah. They were Ooh. so tired after that, after that Carolina series. I mean, I, you saw the momentum going in. Like they, the that was a fast had. series, and they they were playing fast. That's why they won those first couple games against Tampa. But like, you can't yeah. keep that pace. Yeah, they. I think they, they should keep that out. pace. I saw but, the momentum you had personally. You were going nuts. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it was it was awesome. But yeah, but obviously we we still are basically the same team without a couple of guys. But Trocheck replacing Ryan Strom at second line center. That's, I think that's a pretty big. Um, that's a pretty big deal. Um, Vinny Trocheck. Yeah, yeah he I mean, he's very he's obviously he's he's fantastic and. Um, yeah, I, I like. I've been watching the preseason. I, I like his play. He's a very gritty guy. Um, there's one play that really stuck out to me. Um, I forget who it was. We were playing the Bruins, I think, and the guy shot the puck, and Drocek came like basically after the play and dummied him. That's an that's a uh, that's a uh, big world of Chell play right there. To be honest, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, me, and, me and our uh, me and our uh, special guest here, Woody. We we uh, we play. Uh, we've been playing. World of Chell threes a lot. It's been, it's been going pretty good. Our, our, our uh, team is pretty legendary, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah, so sure. we're not going to go into it's, specifics, it's, but you ever see like a NASCAR pileup? That's about what it is on the ice in the world of Chell. Yeah, our, yeah. Our uh, motto is our our motto is more hitting, more hitting, more hitting. Because you can't you don't take uh, interference calls. So yeah, yeah. So so that's what Trocheck did after the play and. Uh, yeah, I'm liking his game so far. Ryan Strom, I he was a pretty solid guy. I don't think um, I think he probably is suited best for maybe a third line role or a second line role on not a good team. But for a team trying to win the cup, you obviously Trocek need a guy. Trocheck is a huge upgrade over him, dude. Yeah, agreed. Huge agreed. upgrade. He's not missing those freaking empty nets, dude. Yeah, he, he's not missing the empty nets that Ryan Strom misses. Yeah, and Carolina obviously last season was solid. I mean, and it's he a was, lot worse for contract though. I will say, I hate that contract. I think we talked about it before. What well, is that? Seven years? Seven well, years? Trocheck? Yeah. I hate. That. I actually don't know. The, I hate the look length of that contract. I hate. I it. don't know. It's eight. But, but but the thing is, though, is I think Strom was probably asking for too much. He's a he's definitely a future buyout. Seven years, thirty nine million dollars. Yeah. Well, how much is what's AAV on that? Uh, AAV. I don't know. At four seven. No, that's not. No, 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 no. That's not right. That's not right. How much it was like it was? seven mil or something. How much you said? No, it's not seven mil. It was we like seven, seven years. A year. How, how was the total? Uh, all right, so uh, 39, like, 39, 375 million, uh, like, guaranteed. I got it. Yeah, I got it. A 14.5 signing bonus. It's, that's five. That's 5.6, yeah. basically. That's that's average, not too average bad. Average annual salary of 5.6. I guarantee you that Strom was asking for more. So, because, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, he was definitely asking for more. So, I honestly, for a second-line center, that's not a bad gig. And obviously, that's not terrible, no. A franchise like the Rangers too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's and good. And we're, we're doing pretty well with cap right now. And um, we, I, I, I mean, I we gotta right. we have to sign who next for this year. We're all right. This year we gotta sign. Oh, I forgot to talk. About we gotta sign Keandre. 
Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. I, I think Keandre, yeah, big one. He's a good player. He's definitely yeah. going to have a breakout he's year. A good player. Oh, another thing too, I forgot to um, kind of put in my notes is um, is um, Kako two for two. I think that I, that I think I talked perfect. about that earlier in the summer, and that was that was a perfect perfect deal for him. Like that is that that's exact because that's what he, we needed. He has a lot of potential. Obviously, he has a ton of potential, but. He's not cons- he hasn't been consistent. So I, the two for two is a perfect little bridge deal. And I think – and obviously the kid line in the um, playoffs and how they've been performing in the preseason, I really think that like Kako and Laugh are both going to really like stand out this year. I think Laugh is having a breakout year. I think if anyone's having a breakout year, I'm sick of hearing about Jack Hughes and his garbage, dude. All I hear about is Jack Hughes. New He's Jets. really it's not that good either. It's, it's literally just because – they like the way he looks. And, and no, 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 I'm serious. It's like I have to see his stupid face on Facebook and Instagram because all these like these girl Instagram owners, like <laughs> NHL account Instagram owners, they're all like girls who are just obsessed with Jack Hughes and Cole Caulfield and they want to post about him every day. And he is not that great, dude. Bro, like, as Kako Capo once said, bro. Dude, no, no. They are like on Spin Chicklets, they were talking about like, oh, he's going to get like. 100 points, like, for sure. Jack like, Hughes? Yeah. Yeah. BS. Yeah. I don't... I, no maybe, way. Maybe he'll hit, like, he's like not, the 70-point range this, this maybe, season. But, maybe. But the thing is about Jack Hughes is he's small, and he gets injured a lot, too, because of that. But I, I don't know. But that's that's whatever. And Kako Kako... Capo Kako is a beast, bro. Ooh. Dude literally went to New York and said, wow, this is a nice city. So, wow. <laughs> so, dude's, it is nice dude's pretty a legend. I don't know how you would think that stepping out of Penn, Penn Station, but, hey, <laughs> to, to each his own, I guess. So, thanks for, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. But, yeah, so, Kako on that two for two, that's, that's, that's a good deal. And then, um, next thing we're going to talk about, too. Uh, Jimmy VC coming back. So uh, right now, Jimmy VC is on a professional tryout. It's obviously looking like he's going to make the team, considering that he's on the first line. Um, I've been watching the preseason games, and obviously, dude is out there, and he's he's trying his butt off to make the team. And I, I honestly think that VC is one of those guys that he's really uh, only good in New York. I mean, in New York, he's it's like it's a very interesting market. It's very similar to Toronto, where. You're either really good there or you're really bad there because there's a lot of pressure. It's a big franchise and Montreal too. I forgot, yeah, them also. And it's you're either really good there or you're really bad there because it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of stress. New York, New York is a very different animal than Toronto. I feel 100%. like New York, New York, 100%. like they don't. You're not as in pressure until you make it to the playoffs. Like, Toronto is all year long. That's you just true. get, like, crap every day, yeah, bro. You got TSN up your coolie all the time. Yeah. Dude, yeah. They, like, I can't go on yeah. Instagram without... They'll, like... They will connect any event in the NHL to the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's yeah. like... It's like, no, who is it that retired? How does this They're affect like, Austin Matthews' legacy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does... <laughs> who, who is it that retired? And they were like... They were like... There's no... Chara. Yeah, Chara. They were... And they... Chara retires and they go, there's no active players that have beat, had have lost to the Toronto Maple Leafs in the playoffs. Like, dude, no one cares. Like, Chara's a legend. Like, he retired. Like, whatever. I don't need to hear about the freaking Maple Leafs, How will dude. this I don't care. Austin Matthews' legacy? Austin Matthews is going, like, anywhere else in a year or two. 
When he when his contract is up, he's gone. When's it when's it up? Soon? Two years, I think. Dude, that's dude, time flies, man. He feels like he just got drafted. I that's know. so wild. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah it's he played, crazy. He went to Switzerland for like a, a yeah. year. No, he played and in it, Sweden. it was a whole deal. No no, it was Switzerland. No, it, was, it, was Switzerland. it was Switzerland. Oh, okay. That like yeah, he, Everybody was like, it's a big deal, he's not playing in the OHL. Why isn't he playing in the OHL? For the Memorial Cup, bro. The Memorial Cup. Alright. But for the Bangladesh Bagadoos. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. And then I guess another thing talking about talking about guys that are young. Um got rid of I called this. I called this. If you listen to the last episodes, I called this. Niels Lundqvist, we dished him. Yep. We dished him. And we absolutely fleeced the Dallas Stars. Uh, our guest star here, Woody's a big uh, Dallas Stars fan, so it's a little uh, sore news for him. I mean, he's don't get me wrong, Neil Zonquist, he's he's solid, he has a lot of potential, he's, but he doesn't fit on our team. We have we have um, three great right wing right right side he, defensemen because we is got he, is he not a scorer? He, or is he defensive? He he's more of an offensive. He requested defenseman. a trade before he even played in the NHL. Yeah, because he knew that he wasn't going to play because. We have three solid right defensemen. Anyone have, who does dude, that? Our right D, our starting ones, Adam Fox, Truba, and Schneider. And those are all – and Schneider is going to – obviously Schneider's going to be – He played great in the playoffs, and he will continue to grow and become potentially a superstar. We have to re-sign him too. Yeah, but not this year. So I, we're in it for the cup this year though. I mean, so many people have the Rangers at least going to the cup this year. So like, Dude, I, I see these stupid pinwheels. It's like the pinwheels and it's all the teams in the NHL on the outside and it's like sliver cuts and it's like the percentages. Oh, yeah, yeah. The percentages of winning the the Stanley Cup and like making it to each round. And the Rangers, the last one I looked at, it was like they were one of the lowest ones to make it yeah, like out of the to the Stanley Cup and like out of the first round and stuff like what are you talking about, bro? They literally made it to the conference finals last yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. All right, so. so yeah, we got to. Getting to this trade, it's like. we. I personally don't think the Stars need any defensemen. We have Heiskanen. We have. On the uh, right wing? On the right side? I don't know what side they are, but we have Heiskanen. He's a, he's a, we have Sutter. Or Suter. We have. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hockenpah. We have Hockenpah. Well, I've never heard of that guy. Lundqvist around, but we don't. No, need... no, the really good guy, the the guy who just came off his entry level, and they gave him a seven for seven. Robinson. Oh, uh, that was he's a forward. He's a forward. Oh, he's a forward. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, we need more. He like, had like a low key seventy points, didn't he? Yeah. No, he 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 should have. All right. So yeah, we don't thing. hear. Do we have to hear about different, Jack Hughes every day? And I didn't even thing. hear about this guy's different name. Thing. I didn't even know his so, name. So whole different thing. Jason Robertson. He's nuts. All right. He is nuts. He should have gotten the Calder that year when Kirill Kaprizov got it because Kirill Kaprizov is twenty six years old. Jason <laughs> Robertson was twenty during that time. Why the hell would it? Why sorry? Why the heck would a twenty six year old get Rookie of the Year? When it could have been a twenty-year-old who got the same amount of points, I think it was like it was a point difference of like two. I don't know. Anyways, we are de- Dallas's defense doesn't need scoring. We need defensive defensemen. I mean, we what have you a, need what you need is Tyler Sagan to play to his freaking contract. True, but what and I'm, what you I'm, need I'm, is to get rid of Jamie Bennett. I, all that's costs. What, we were talking about captains earlier with Jacob Truba. We need to get rid of J- Jamie Ben. Give a guy like. 
I mean, Klingberg's Dude, gone. you guys, you guys can't do anything until you get rid of those contracts. Yeah. Like, at least, Truly. like, Tyler Sagan could play up to his potential. Getting rid of Jamie but, Ben. But, like, Jamie Ben, Jamie Ben making 10 mil a year is absurd. Did you? Jamie Ben is maybe a $5.25 million player. Yeah. I think we should he's trade him guy. because he's an one. He's an old guy. and He plays old too. He was a physical forward. He like he's a role guy. He's a role guy. Yeah, who isn't supposed to be on the third line because he doesn't grind as much as he could. Yeah, he hits, but a person who hits doesn't have as much longevity as someone who doesn't. That's fast. And in today's game, we need faster and less hitting. More unlike the. Well, the child team that we have, <laughs> most teams in the NHL now need less hitting. More and hitting. Because all hitting in real life does is get people hurt. I mean, yeah. I mean, so the more, less the, the oldest hitting, but like you need hitting, you need people who play I'm in the corners. That's not, he doesn't. Do. He doesn't. Really, and he doesn't deserve to be paying, being paid ten million dollars a year obviously. to rub the guys out in the corner. That's obviously a bad when people, when especially when he's getting old. <laughs> When he's getting old and his body's going to start failing, we get rid of him now and get rid of that contract. His body's already failed. We you have, can't get... We have $10.5 million to work with for Dude, new people, you... for faster people, for better scorers, for better grinders. You like, can't so... even buy him out. You can't even buy no, him out. Some of, some of my favorite players on in the last couple of years was Blake Como and Alex Cogliano. They don't play on the team anymore. But they were old, oh, yeah. and they they played the fourth third line people, third third line role, and they dummy people in the corners, got the puck out, and the people in front would score. That's how uh, Game Seven against Colorado a couple years in the conference finals. Oh yeah, yeah. He, Cogliano was on the line with in the Yo, COVID Cup with well, yeah with Cog- with uh, uh, Yoel Kiviranta, mm-hmm. guy you never heard of. Yeah, never really. He made him look so good because they would yeah, they would go it. in the corner, battle it, get the puck to Kiwi in front, and he'd score. That's facts. Anybody can score in front of that. Like, yeah. That's that's what happens. That's why we need to get rid of Jamie Benn because they're getting paid $2 million a year on a one-year contract. Like, Yeah. Well, we don't want him. So, <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't want him. We don't need him. So, yeah, Lundqvist, but, uh, yeah. we got him for uh, – yeah, we, we, I'll, I'll look it up yeah. right here. It's, it's – uh, it's conditional was, first round and a conditional fourth. Yeah, so basically that that meaning that if it's a top, I think if we get to the probably conference pick, finals or something, I think it's a, if it's a top sixteen pick, it turns into a 2024 first round pick. But we honestly don't even need. I mean, yeah, picks that's right the thing. Now. It's and then if fourth uh, the fourth round pick, I don't I don't know what's up with the fourth round pick, but I, I, it, it, I wouldn't I wouldn't give up. For a guy like Niels Lundqvist, Lundqvist or whatever his name is, I wouldn't give up a first round at all. Nah, yeah, that was the only thing trade. I could I'd think of. I'd give him a role player forward, who, which is, I mean, do you, I don't know how you guys are. Do you guys need depth? Not really. Not yeah, really? Not, not at, at all. Because we have Goudreau on the I just want to take him Dude, right now our centers are Zibanejad, Trocek, Heedle, and freaking um, and, and Goudreau. Yeah, that's, that's a good – Dude, yeah. and then uh, on the wing we got we – got, Plenty of fourth line. Okay, okay. Othman is making the team. Oh yeah, that, that's 100%. another thing. Othman, no doubt. I, I think on Othman. the wing, and that is so good. He's been really good in the preseason. Obviously, the preseason doesn't really matter, but like, but him being like NHL ready is so big for that third line, especially. I think, I think uh, Laffy moves up 
he's going to have to move up. And that, like, whole second, third line changes. The first line isn't going to change. But the second and third line, like, that's huge. If Othman and then Krovstov, Krovstov's coming in too. I don't know. I don't know about his uh, numbers in the preseason or how he's looked. How, how Kravtsov? Yeah, he's been invisible. But we'll see what happens with Kravtsov. Oh he's like, he, I think he's one of those guys that just plays really well in the KHL, and he's like not that good in the NHL. But I, I don't know. But I haven't really been paying that much uh, attention to Kravtsov because I'm not gonna lie, I haven't really noticed him on the ice that much. But That's I have. Not good. But. A person I have noticed that basically is the same person as Lundqvist is Zach Jones, which I called earlier in the summer. I knew I basically the way the team is set up, having four like three solid right defensemen that aren't going anywhere, and basically only two solid left defensemen. That third left defenseman role had to get filled, and Lundqvist is a right hand defenseman, so it's a little bit more difficult of a role for him to fill. And him and Zach Jones are basically kind of the same player. And Zach Jones, he's been playing fantastic in the playoffs. He's been quarterbacking a lot of quarter, um, a lot of power plays. He's been just playing fantastic. He scored a goal uh, one game I was watching. Overall, yeah, Zach Jones 100% will be that that third uh, left defense. I actually uh, skated with him in Richmond because he's <laughs> not from a Richmond, big deal. Not a big deal. So I, I basically uh, know the guy. So. Uh, do I have his phone number or any contact information? No, but give him a call. Yeah, but but hey, hey, I, I know a guy who knows a guy, and that's the guy. So yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see how Zach Jones does that because we he was a third round pick. Lundquist was a first round pick, so we basically got that first round pick back from Dallas and a fourth to add for basically nothing, and then Zach Jones will fill that role that perfectly, and he basically didn't cost anything. So that I think that's a big. Um, huge win there, especially and another thing too with the uh, defenseman, where de- defense is set up. Each pairing has a defensive defenseman and an offensive defenseman. Yeah, like Fox is obviously offensive, and then like Keandre, Keandre is, is the offensive. offense, and then Zach Jones is the offense for the third pairing now. And then and obviously Schneider's defense, Schneider, yeah, and Truba's defense, and, and then Lindgren is that defense for the first line and or first pairing, and that's that's I think that's a that's a good way to set up your team to. Uh, create chances, but also stop chances from the other team. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited about I'm excited about that, I, especially because he's from Richmond. I've skated with him, so yeah. He he when he was at pickup, man, it was like it was crazy. It was uh, you could tell this guy was good, but he just kind of wasn't trying. So that was uh, super. That was interesting to play with an NHL player. So yeah, and uh, another thing that I'd like to talk about this episode is um, Halak becoming our backup and Georgiev <laughs> going to – Yeah, and Georgiev going to um, – Domingus. Going to Colorado. I think Domingui. that him and Franz Zeus are gonna, probably going to like share time in Colorado. I think Georgiev was honestly – at the beginning of the season, he was booty cheeks at goalie. Um, but towards the end, he kind of stepped it up. And honestly, like for his time in New York, I thought Georgiev did a good job. And I think – I don't have anything really against him. But at the same time, though, I get it. He wants to start and he wants to, he wants to play and he wants to win. And Colorado is um, a good place for that, obviously, with um, – what's, <laughs> what's, what's his name? Leaving. Um, the guy that freaking just won the Darcy McCall. Kemper. Yeah, Darcy Kemper. Yeah, Darcy Kemper. The, the thing is, though, is like any with the call, with the Avalanche, any any team that you put in front of, um, any goalie you put behind that team, 
is just like bound to have success because the abs are just so freaking good and it doesn't matter who you have in that as long as they're okay it really doesn't matter considering how just effective Colorado is so I think Georgiev will do all right in, in Colorado he'll get a lot of time so he'll, he'll just get better because he'll have more time to get better and obviously in New York like Shesterkin is the guy and he will be probably starting for 75% of the games that we played this um, this year Especially so yeah, and I think Alak is a good, um, good, okay. good fit for the backup. I, he, I, he's uh, he's just an okay goalie. Uh, we play for the, play for the Bruins, play for the Islanders. And he's definitely um, a downgrade. It's yeah, it's a little bit a of a downgrade, but at the but same like, time, I you don't put him. your backup in in the playoffs unless you suck and you have to your your starter pulled. Or so if, let's just pray, Shesty doesn't get pulled. Yeah, I I, I like Alak. Shesterka is unreal. I, yeah, well, he, he just is. won a Vesna, so I think Not a I, he he is so good. Yeah, he's well, he's obviously the future of the franchise. Basically, the Rangers have been blessed with goaltending. Obviously, going from um, going from um, obviously going from Mike Richter to Lundqvist, and then obviously now to Shosturkin. So it's been a pretty good uh, good time in the goaltending department of the New York Rangers. So uh, overall. Our goaltending really didn't take a big hit from Georgiev leaving. Georgiev really kind of lost a lot of the games that he played. I was kind of I went to a, actually it's probably the most Ranger games I've been to in a year last season, and for some reason I only got to see Shurkin play once. And uh, I don't want to talk about that, but um, <laughs> the games that Georgiev was playing, uh, uh, we lost a lot. So I'm not really that sad to see him leave, considering I dropped a couple of scundinis to watch the Rangers play, and then Georgiev kind of didn't do that well. He sold your bread. Yeah. So, good luck in in Colorado, Georgiev. Thanks for being mediocre on the Rangers, I guess. Thank you. Love you. Goodbye. Yeah. But uh, other than that, though, I think the team is going to have some some pretty decent success this year. Um, I think you guys will be good this year. Yeah, hundred percent. Like you guys will definitely, in minimum conference final, I'm sure. Yeah, I hope so. How much depth do you guys have? Yeah, and we're we're like right now the preseason. Like we didn't really have a. I don't know what our record was in the preseason, but I don't think I don't know if it was a uh, winning record or not. We still have a game left. We're recording this on. um, The seventh. The seventh, which is a September seventh, which is a Friday. October, October. October, I'm sorry. Cool. Yeah, October seventh, which in is in Wintergreen Resort. Yeah, <laughs> Nelly's for yeah, bro. Virginia. Let's talk about a, that. Why are a, we Why are we here right at now? At a bachelor party yeah. for one of the hosts. Yeah, bro, for one of our stars. Guess whose bachelor party we're recording this at right now? Mister Fortuno. Yeah, Mister Fortuno. About to be two of them. Yeah, he's about to about to about put to the Mr. ring and on his Mrs. Fortuno. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Big deal. That's a, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a big deal for news this, right uh, there. Yeah. Yeah, we got all the fellas coming out. Mr. Mr. Will here is about to about to tie the knot with this girl. It's a good time. We're here, mm-hmm. ready yeah. to buzz yeah. and stuff. Yeah, about to be cuffed up. Yes, sir. Yeah. You heard that from our producer right there. Yeah, there is the producer. <laughs> producer. Yeah, he's drawing us graphic design art right now. <laughs> Shane, the yep. main producer. Reynolds. Shane. Reynolds yep. Liberty Elite. Yes. <laughs> what What else is there to say about the Rangers right now? Oh, what is it? it Jimmy VC. We already talked about him. Did we? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's really anything I mean, else. I mean, it's 
It's just I mean, we're starting. just going to see what happens, it's you know? preseason. We yeah. got to see the final cuts. I want to see the opening night roster, the opening night lines. I'm really interested to see what they do with the second and third line. I want to see the combinations. I'm very excited. I'm interested to see what happens with VC because right, they've been testing him on the first line, and he is a hundred percent. Yeah, I. He, if he doesn't, I play guess top he is six, a top six guy. He's I'd say he's top useless. Six. If yeah. he doesn't play top six and he doesn't perform, he's useless. And the issue he has is, to play top six. But the thing is, if we because he's on a PTO right now, so if we sign him, it's going to be like dummy cheap. league minimum, dummy yeah. minimum. If, if he's play, if he plays to his. If he plays to his potential, quote-unquote, then it'll be a great deal. It'll be worth it. And we'll be very happy if he's able to play first, second line and be a good player. Hopefully, he doesn't take time away from a guy like Lafreniere or Kako, who are at the same like role and the same level as him, trying to get the position when they have more potential. The, the only thing I'm concerned about is that he <laughs> is able... To, uh, <laughs> yo, stop throwing acorns at me, bro. Dude, we're going to get killed by one of these acorns. I walk outside to take a B shot, and I'm almost about to get, like, airstrike by the Dude, what are you trying to murder me right now? I'm going to kill him. We, if he takes away time from guys like Kaku and Lafaniere, who are at the same level as him but have more potential, I'll be upset. It's all up to Gallant. It's all up to Gallant. And I know that he, he favors older veteran guys. I don't know what he's gonna do. We're really gonna see his true colors in the season and what he what he decides in the lineups. And by the way, the return of Sammy Blaze. Oh yeah, Sammy Blaze. Yeah, Sammy Blaze. Don't Boy, sleep on a, that. That's a big. That's a big return. He's been good. About him. Yeah, he's he, well because he didn't get to play for us that much that last season. But he's a he's Before a solid guy. His ACL. R.I.P. Sam Mono. Yeah, I, I, at the start I of the year an ACL too. I feel for you, Sammy Blaze. It sucks. <laughs> But um, uh, one thing, though, too, is I honestly, after the postseason, we really got to keep the kid line together um, because they just play so well together. So my proposition for the team is basically I think that they should roll all three, like the first three lines equally. I think that'd be yeah. I, I think that'd probably be best for yeah. uh, production. Who's even Don't the right roll. wing for the second line? Yeah, that's my question. If they're going to keep if they're going to keep the um if they're going to keep the kid line together on the third line, I don't even know who our second line right wing is. Second right. It would be Kako, would it not? No, they're with the kid line if they keep the kid line together. I don't think what, they're keeping what, the, kid the kid line I don't think the kid line stay together. Hedl, Kako, and Laugh. They played so well together yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, actually, oh, you know what? You They're know, who, you know who we're gonna you know who we're gonna get? Who? Patrick Kane. Patty Kane. Yeah, that's who we're gonna At get. At the trade bro. deadline. Yeah, I said, think that's gonna be a deadline pick. He said Toronto Maple Leaves can suck. He my did. I did see that, love. yeah. Oh, he that's said a, that? Yeah, no, he he told him he's like, yeah. He I don't said he'd rather that. rub his balls through it like a like seven miles. <laughs> Did he actually he say that? Said, like he said, like, he, I really don't want to go to Toronto. Yeah, because it's no, a toxic like, market yeah, to play really in. Works. Especially growing up in Buffalo, too. Obviously, he probably hates Toronto because uh-huh. I think he grew up a Sabres fan. Yeah. So, but um, I mean, he did, he played junior in London. Yeah. Oh, that's true. But I think 
yeah, we'll see what happens with, with trade deadline stuff. I think we'll definitely make a big move at the trade deadline because obviously we're trying to go all the way. So I think we're pretty willing to – like, hey, we just we just gained a first-round pick. For, yeah. for, no, hey, yeah. we just gained a first-round pick from Dallas. First so fourth, you said? Yeah, yeah so, I mean, I, you throw in a first-round pick, a, a second-round pick, and a prospect, and we'll so, get Patrick Kane. And, but the problem is with cap space with that, though, but we'll see. Yeah. So, when, so the Stars play them. Um, let's see here. Stars play the Rangers on October 29th All at right. 2 p.m. in Dallas, which is kind of brutal. And then a 7 p.m. game January 12th in MSG. All right. Yeah, we'll watch So this that'll be, I mean, Lundqvist coming back to New York. Lundqvist, I guess. Yeah. Is that, I mean, I don't know how long. Is he played. coming back? It's like the one name been? that you know how to pronounce correctly, Will. Lundqvist. Lundqvist. Yeah, Lundqvist. <laughs> and Lundqvist. <laughs> Yep, there you go. So like, I don't know, like, it, will that be? Will, did he ever like really play for this for the Rangers? Or? Yeah, he did. He did. He was a yeah a, a couple suit. games. He was like he was okay. They they dressed they dressed him over Zach Jones at the beginning of the season last year. Really? And yeah, so I don't know, but yeah, we'll see what happens with the Rangers. It's gonna be an interesting season, and we're gonna cover what's going on. Uh, yeah. Whenever, whenever something big happens, or just that, like that, honestly, might be a good goalie matchup too. With yeah, we'll see. With uh, obviously Shosturkin, and then uh, Jake Gottinger. Yeah. Or Holpe. Holpe kind of sucks though. Yeah, Holpe sucks. Holpe uh, sucks. But Holby I mean, sucks. it's either going to be Ottinger or uh, Holpe. Ottinger's a good player, I will say. Yeah, I mean, I mean, remember when obviously, Holby croaked on the Capitals? Still hate that guy. Um, <laughs> got a hater of Holby in here. Yeah, Holby producer here. really dislikes Holby. Yeah, producer Shane. But Jake Ottinger coming in. I mean, he played unreal in the playoffs too. He's the only reason the Stars were any good. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a Stars fan, and I know that he's yeah. not a Vesna contender, but he's damn dear close. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens this season, but um, yeah, I'm excited. I know me and me and Mr. Will co co star this of Fugazi are gonna be um, we're gonna be going to a game in probably February. I got ACL reconstruction surgery, so I gotta gotta plan around that. We're gonna take the Amtrak, by the way. Take yeah. the Amtrak. Take the Save Amtrak. the planet. Put it in an on pouch too. Yeah. Yeah, a little little uh, little, little plug for our our employment choices. But um, yeah. So yeah, it'll be an interesting thing. We'll uh, update with uh, big things going on and and just uh, the overall record of the team in each game and stuff. So yeah, uh, if you're if you listen to this episode, it's a little bit shorter than some of our other episodes. Thank you for thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back. Uh, this you know the summer gets pretty slow. It's that we don't want to we don't want to come back. We didn't really want to record an episode for. One small little thing and try to talk about it for over 20, 30 minutes. So we kind of just waited until a bunch of news built up and until it matters, which is before the season starts. So I just want to say thank you guys for having me on. Thank you it's for been, having me. It's been a great time. I like talking about the stars and I like talking about hockey. So Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll, uh, maybe you'll come back one day could on be, the Fugazi. Maybe. On the Fugazi. Maybe podcast but um yeah as of now we'll uh i don't really we don't really have a timeline about when episodes are going to come out but 
they will come out and we will continue to talk because we're back at uh, co- we're back at college, so we're all back together. So instead of recording over Microsoft Teams, it's uh, a little bit easier to just get in person and put a mic in the room and and talk. So um, we'll see how it goes uh, this season. And uh, yeah, let's go Rangers! Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day, folks. Start of it in old New York, and if I can make it there, I'm gonna make it anywhere. It's up to you, New York.